Hey, Jared. Yo. What do you get when you cross a joke with a rhetorical question? Huh? Don't answer that. I didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are back. Waffle BJ, we've been on hiatus for uh, some time. Mm-hmm. You probably don't realize that because I imagine it's all going to get edited up in post yeah. and it will just get released weekly anyway. But we've been off for three weeks. What have you done with yourself? I've gone on a, uh, a road trip. Where did you go? I went to Bustleton. For our international listeners, Bustleton is a, uh, a southern coastal town where our high school students go to drink. I haven't really been doing much. I've been on a two-week break. I used that time very effectively by... Um, Going on a bit of a road trip and stuff and getting pretty munted. And then I've just been back playing video games. What about you? Raising raising a child. Yeah. That's the greatest video game of all. Yeah, yeah. Except when you kill it, you can't respawn it. So very few save points when raising a child. In fact, there's none. There's no checkpoints at all. No, there's no checkpoints, no save it's points. It's kind of like the worst video game ever. And you've only got one life. It's not even yours. And all your work and effort doesn't even go up, go towards leveling up yourself. It goes to leveling up the child. Yeah. It's harder than Dark Souls 3. Oh, let's not go too far. Yeah, no, that's you, pretty have hard. You, have you played the DLC? I don't think he has. I think I'd rather have a kid. That's why I had a kid. <laughs> yes. I wanted an excuse not to play Dark Souls 3. <laughs> yeah, so my, my kid is constipated. Ooh, baby. Uh, we've gone through about three or four levels of various medicated uh, laxatives getting more and more intense. And it's working. The laxatives are working. But by Christ, I wish she was constipated again. Like, at least when she was constipated and she did a did a ablution, you could just, you could pick it up. It was like a, you know. It was a pellet. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a pellet the size of a, hu- of a man's fist coming out of an infant. But... But, yeah, anyway, and now it's just peanut butter. It's like someone put peanut butter in the microwave and poured it into Gross. a nappy. Yeah, it's really bad. Not too oily, but never dry. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be super constipated when I, was a, when I was a wee child. I never had that problem as a child. Did you think your lucky butthole? Can I tell you a story about constipation? Oh, please. When I was a child, I got constipated. I was probably about anal nine. Did you say anal nine? <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> No, go on with what I'm sure is a traumatic story. I remember when I was anal nine. (laughs) Eight or nine? You were anal nine. (laughs) I was constipated. My parents said, you're constipated, because I didn't know what was happening. Right. My parents suggested a remedy to my current discomfort. I'm already uncomfortable. It's not uncomfortable. It was just a bowl of cereal. What? It was just a bowl of cereal. Eat a bowl of cereal and... Up your butt. Stand on your head and eat a bowl of cereal. Here, just shelf this (laughs) all brand. Here are six blue Fruit Loops. Put them on your ring finger and just... Yep. I'm going to get through this story. I don't think you are. I'm going to do everything in my power. Anyway, you were anal nine and you were sucking in cereal through your butthole. Go. So I had a bowl of cereal in front of me on the table. Yep. And my mum and dad said to me, if you eat the bowl of cereal, that might get things moving in the bowel department. So I ate one spoon of cereal and right. milk and I went to the toilet and tried to shit one out. Right. Came back to the table, realized that I was still constipated. Uh-huh. Ate another spoon, went back to the toilet, Wait. tried to shit one out. What? Came back to the table. Ate a spoon of cereal. You get the idea. How many spoons did you go through? A whole bowl of cereal. That would have taken hours. My parents were 
sitting there going, wouldn't it be easier to eat the whole bowl of cereal and then try to go to the toilets? So Wait. did you shit your pants or? You know how after a constipation poo-poo, yeah. you have a good solid shit. Yeah. It's not diarrhea or anything like that. Yeah. It comes out slow, painful. It's too large for your bum hole. I still don't understand. Other than this taking 32 and a half hours, which is how long it feels like the story has taken, what was the issue? Con- constipation. Did I not explain this at all? Or No, you did, but you hyped it up to be like a I shit my pants and then had sex with a maid sort of story. Did I? You, you hyped it up a bit. Really? And it was mm-hmm. just you ate a bowl of cereal, you did a shit. No, I just wanted to tell you about my constipation story. Oh, okay. I said at the start, right. do you want to hear my constipation story? I wish I had said no now. Do you want to hear my constipation story? No. That's how it should have gone. <laughs> Poseidon plumbing. If it stings like a manicure on the way out and it causes a colossal blockage, don't troll through the labyrinth looking for plumbers that will treat your pipes like an angry minotaur. When Medusa's gaze turns your river sticks to stone, call the only Olympian certified plumber in the business. Cause even Zeus will drop a deuce that will block those aqueducts and you'll need the best goddamn god in the business to unblock that ungodly. Poseidon Plumbing! Cue lightning. We now return to the hit radio sitcom, Two Big Fellas. Two big fellas are back again. In the night of scrapes, what will happen to them? The kind of big and the kind of fellas. Yes, that's why they call them two big fellas. Hey, big fella, what's up? <laughs> My cholesterol. That's fat. Do you mean pH fat? Nope. Oh, I'm gonna die. That is mildly depressing. Hi, welcome to this very special edition of Two Big Fellas, Behind the Fellas. This is an opportunity for us to show you, our loving audience, behind the scenes and history of Two Big Fellas. By now you're already aware of our hit sitcom, Two Big Fellas, but it wasn't always roses and sunshine. So let's take a peek inside the studio booths. You're listening to Two Big Fellas, Behind the Fellas. You know, we're known for our hit show, Two Big Fellas, but it hasn't always been easy. We played with a lot of concepts and stumbled through many pilots that failed to launch. I mean, to name a few, there was, uh, there was Blind Brothers, Hard of Hearing Friends. That's right. We had shows like Homeless Guys, Junkie Needle Friends. Left Handed and In Love. Girls Gone Wild for Friendship. Good Cop, Ferguson Cop. You're Chinese, I'm Japanese, but we both love cats. It Takes Three to Cuckold. Nick Tim in Tim the Nick of Time. Is Israel Palestine's pal? And Two Broke Girls. In fact, the idea for Two Big Fellas came to us when we were watching Two and a Half Men. We, we thought to ourselves, what if we literally doubled that concept? Proportion-wise, we had the idea to start two very large men that were, you know, on their own, as big as two men each. I mean, mathematically, it doesn't add up because our cast would be the size of uh, four men. And you times two and a half men by two and you end up with five men. But looking back, 
we were still 60% greater than two and a half men. That's true. I think at that time, we thought we were spiritually twice two and a half men. And I also think that in this industry, mathematics has to allow for artistic license, which I, I would argue is the underlying theme of George Orwell's novel 1984, 2 plus 2 equals 5, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I think George Orwell knew that if we made a sitcom these days called The Illegal Amigos, then you'd need the cameras on at all times, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes, we were affected by the writer's strike. I can remember it vividly. It happened exactly halfway through writing episode four of season three. The writing staff just walked out. It's uncanny. You can tell the exact moment the writers walked out. Roll it. Do we have a clip of this? Do we have a clip? Two big fellas are back again. When the night is grapes, what will happen to them? Kind of big and the kind of fellas that go into the doctor because my leg fell off. Can we do one more? Hey, big fella. <laughs> hey, my, my large dude. It was an absolute disaster, but that cloud had a silver lining because we were forced to go back and rehire the expat writers we used for the Illegal Amigos. They helped us realize the full potential of the show by introducing a new character called Big Bambino. Big Bambino was a, a toddler that weighed 10 stone. I don't know where they found this kid, but he was gold. 10 stone of gold. Uh, can we roll the clip? And now, back for Two Big Fellas, featuring Big Bambino. Like a normal. Sounds like it's your dinner time, huh? Here's your will of cheese, just the way you like it. Hey, big fella! You know you can't feed BB cheese! It's okay, it's low fat. Plus, I injected it with insulin. Big fella! <laughs> Big Bambino! Finally, we had solved the mathematical equation. Big Bambino was as large as one man, and our original stars were together as large as four men. That equals five whole men. We had finally become twice what two and a half men were. We were truly content for a time. Do you remember in season 20 when fella number two got so fat that his brain started to get a buildup of cholesterol around the, uh, the hemispherical sac? Yeah, I remember this, and it was another dark time. The dilemma came when we were tr he was trying to deliver lines, but what would happen is he would cycle through in his head all of the lines that were still within his long-term memory Lines from seasons That's long right. since past yeah. instead of the actual lines. I think I think we, we have a clip of this as well. Should we roll the clip? Yeah, go Let's ahead. Roll the clip.
Hey, big fella, what's up? I'm high on masculine. Cut. Take it again from the top. Hey, big fella, what's up with you? I just ate Donald Trump. Cut. Do it again. Uh, take two. Hey, big fella, what's up with you? I'm made of fridge plastic. Cut. Hey, big fella, what's up with you? Butter on a roll. My cholesterol. Cut. No, that's not the line. Hey, big fella, what's up? If you swallow chewing gum, your poop budget jumps. What? Big fella, what is... Interruption! Up! Cut. Do it again. Hey, big fella, what's up? My jacket is made of crocodiles. For fuck's sake. No, don't... My roll. Hey Steve, do you remember that time? It was over about a one, two week period mm. where Paul kept ordering deliveries. It halted the entire production and it really put us out a lot of a lot of time, effort and money. He was on a rampage and no matter how many times we told him, he just kept doing it every single shoot. I think we have a clip of this actually. Can we roll that? Do be fair. I wasn't ready. That's what I said. No, this is ridiculous. Ah, no, we're not doing it. I don't cut the music. I said we're not doing it. I swear to God, I'll eat your babies. Hey, big fella, what's up? <laughs> My suit doesn't fit me. Hello? Delivery? Oh, yes. I know exactly what this is. Come in, delivery person. So we found ourselves uh, in a predicament. We had to write around it. Well, we actually had to write. Up until that point, everything had just flowed naturally. This time we had to think. We ended up writing the delivery man into a few of the episodes. And sometimes we would even preempt it and just expect the delivery person to be there. And nine times out of ten, he was. Yeah. But I don't think the audience noticed. No. No, I think I think we got through. I think we have a clip of this as well. Yeah, let's go ahead and have a look. Do me back again. You always start whenever I'm ready. I swear to God, big fella, I'm gonna come down there, pull out your tongue, and put it up your poop deck. Bitch! Hey, big fella, what's up? <laughs> hey, big fella. My oh, goody, come in. I have your delivery. Oh, fantastic. Oh, Christ, not again. It's my favorite, a 1967 convertible Cadillac filled with Jolly Ranchers. Paul, why do you always do this to me? I'm trying to act. Timothy, why don't you come over here and have a Jolly Rancher and shut your face before I stuff my foot in it? We've talked about this. There's no need to be so confrontational. Yes, there is. My blood sugar is low and you are being a dick. Can we take it from the top? Can we take it from the top? One, two, three. Hey, big fella. No, don't you one, two, three me, you, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You son of a I bitch. I did not go to Shakespearean acting school. No, to that's it. Oh, I've had enough of you, big fella. I, I can't can work I? with this big fella. Can I, I, I cannot work for him. No can delivery man, you will stay here. You will stay here and park my Cadillac out the back. Now you listen to me, Timothy. I'm bloody sick of this. No, no, I want that. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to eat all of my Jolly Ranches. And you are going to watch out. Ah, my heart.
Good. Ow. Take that, you fat bastard. I'm dying for the Jolly Ranchers. Please me, deliver. Oh, oh, delicious Jolly Ranchers. Oh, 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 my God. If he dies, I'm taking his Jolly Ranchers. Give me another Jolly Rancher. Delicious. I have reached my final form. I am the Jolly Rancher. I'm choking on the Jolly Rancher. <laughs> Down again! Ah, more Johnny Ranches! Oh my goodness, yes! Benedict, my deliverer man! Thank you! Make me whole again! Make me feel good! Well, if you want me, I'll be in my trailer. And scene! <laughs> but now, we have our sights set on even larger targets. You've heard of the movie 300, right? Well, we have a movie in pre-production called 300 Big Fellas. And it may be a little too soon to mention the other project. Go on, uh, go on, go on, tell him to, Steve, go on. We've been talking to Pixar about making an animated movie called 600 Big Bambinos, which will feature characters modelled after our very own heavyweight child star on Two Big Fellas. Imagine, imagine this. Red capes, naked, fat folds. Adorable. Well, look, that's all we can say for now. Thank you so much for listening to the story of two big fellas behind the fellas. And from all the cast and crew here, we'd just like to say, fuck you, two and a half men. Two Big Fellas is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Two Big Fellas does not endorse obesity and encourages listeners to contact the National Nutritional Healthy Living Hotline for dietary advice and assistance. Good night, everybody. Mexicans! Is their food really that good? I counter that. Their food has run rife in all of our countries. We need to build a wall so the only place you can get Mexican food is from Mexico. It's not called Amexamerico. It is called Tex-Mex sometimes. And that is a very good combination. It's delicious. Counterpoint! <laughs> I've never had it. Gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> You're standing on a beach. Uh-oh. Bear attack. Bear repellent. Shark attack. I slap shark in the face. In doing so, he bites your arm. Oh, that's fair. Do I have a first aid kit? You do. Inject EpiPen. The shark inflates. I pat shark with my other arm. He bites off the other arm. Can I, like, bite the hatches off the first aid kit and open it up with my nose? You can try. Would you like to try? Uh, yeah, I'd, I would like to try. Your jaw falls off. Oh. Okay. Uh, bandage. You use the bandage on your jaw. In doing so, you fall backwards into the sand. Okay, you try and get the EpiPen with uh -huh. your feet. Uh, what? My tongue as well. I got my tongue on my tongue. You shoot the EpiPen into your tongue. Uh -huh. It inflates. You're slowly suffocating. You, all the commotion has encapsulated the imaginations of passers-by. That's right. You do flag down a local Zeppelin dealer. Yes. You try and hold him up for his Zeppelins, but he bests you in combat. 
Bob. No, you don't have any chimps in your possession. Well, well. I mean, I suppose you could put them together if you were to get some glue. Did you want to? Did you want to check your person for glue? No, well, well, well. No, I will not go out with you, Jared. This is not the time or the place. <laughs> but the zoo isn't open right now. <laughs> the zeppelin owner is impressed with your impersonation of a zeppelin engine. Yes, you fly off together. In a zeppelin, that's right. <laughs> well, yes, you can light a cigarette, but it may ignite the. You've lit the cigarette? Okay, no, it. <laughs> this is no time to be singing Tom Jones. <laughs> The hydrogen in the zeppelin ignites from your cigarette. Ah, ah! Is the sand you make as you burn to death. <laughs> as a ghost, you float to heaven in possession of your legs and the rest of your jaw. Ah, oh, thank goodness. The shark also died. He attacks both your legs and arms. Well, at least I can speak. The EpiPen falls from the sky and goes into your tongue. Ah, oh, that? The, the cycle is complete. Probably the most annoying oral adventure out there. Yeah, fair enough. So, Steve, I've had a great night tonight. We've had some laughs. We've talked about some very important things that yep. are happening in the world today. That's Morse code for what I just said. For anyone listening out there who's deaf, <laughs> get the Braille version. Cunts. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They can't hear it. Yeah, they can't hear it. <laughs>